This episode of the IGN UK podcast is sponsored by Xbox One X, the world's most powerful console. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. My name is Gav Murphy and today I'm joined by two sexy gentlemen. Correct. Sexy man number one. Oh, am I number oh. one? Yeah. Winner. Beat you. <laughs> I'm Joe Scrabbles. <laughs> and sexy man number two. Uh, my name is Alex Simmons. Mm, two sexy men. What's better? Still me? Champions League but places. Surely two is better yeah. than one. What? No. I'd two rather, sexy men. I'd rather have two pounds than one pound. You'd rather have two sexy men on you than one sexy man. You're one of those Hell yes. Big, thick, chunky two pounds clogging up your wallet. Get rid of them. <laughs> Swap them for tens. It's a big week. But you're only a one, is my Whoa. point. Yeah, it's I know. It's tens. easier. Yeah. Easier to deal with. I'm more compact. I'm petite. Are you? I can't remember the last time <laughs> I had it. You're worthless. Yeah. Not worthless. Oh, no, I am worthless. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I had a two-pound coin. Are they rarer now? I think they are. Yeah. Didn't you have, like, a yeah. a very expensive one? I No, I got given a 50 pence, which is one of the Beatrix Potter, um, Peter Rabbit ones. Mm. And a quick Google suggested... That it was worth two hundred fifty pounds. However, I really wanted um, a packet of Space Raiders. Um, <laughs> however, it's only expensive if you've got the full. There's one coin mm. that is worth loads, and there's and there's a group. If you've got all of them in this pack, that's right. worth a lot. However, by itself, the one that I did have is probably worth about eighteen quid. That's all right, and I don't know what it is. So. One of one of my friends um, <laughs> didn't spend it. No, I didn't. Spend you know when the five pounds came out? Yeah. One of my friends remembers looking at his first five pounds and going, huh, it "says AK forty seven on it," <gasps> and then found out that was worth like hundreds of pounds after oh, he'd spent it. No, what, just because it was AK forty seven. Yeah, this happens quite a lot. <laughs> a friend, a friend. Uh, who was it? A friend's brother once paid me fifty quid for a SIM card because it came with the last three numbers were nine nine nine. And he could sell it on eBay for loads. So Whoa. I guess it's But he like, didn't tell me at the time that's why he was paying me fifty pounds. Like uh, personalized number plates. Yeah, basically. But with SIM cards yeah. and money. Yeah. People um, are pathetic. They are pathetic. <laughs> yes. You know personal number plates is like a really big thing in North Wales. Is it? Like in North Wales, like personalized number plates. No, no, no. In North Wales for some reason, personal number plates is like a big thing. Like almost like a must have purchase. Like the people are like, Oh, bought my car, now I get my personalized number plate. Really? Yeah, it's fucking weird. What's the I, best personalized number plate you've ever seen? Well, I've seen like variations on just people's names, yeah. and because they're Welsh and they're Northern, so they've got names like Hinos and Chaos and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> it just looks like a normal number plate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot easier to get them. Um, I yeah. once saw a big Range Rover painted gold with the number plate "Money," and I thought that guy's Perfect, yeah, good, what? good friend of mine. Surely <laughs> they, we'd get on. <laughs> oh, when God. I drive in. Um, along uh, like by, down by Chelsea Bridge if I'm coming home from Wales mm. and driving home um, there's two cars as you come in and they're just like for all to see and it just is parked just off um, where the Peter Pan statue is I think right. just off from, from there it says there's two cars that says to be and the other one is not uh, not to be what one thing yeah so that's quite good that. I know is quite it good, so. that's better than money I agree yeah. there. Whoa, 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 whoa. This, whoa, is, whoa. The, this is the two versus one whoa. <laughs> argument all over again. I just think um, if you've got a personalised number plate, I automatically have very little respect for you. Uh-huh. No, I was being polite. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's a big week this week. Yeah. Star Wars is out. Yeah. Um, but what we thought we would do is because 
very few people would have probably seen Star Wars by the time they listen to this, if they listen to this in the day one, uh, day one yeah. and the whole weekend. So what we thought we'd do is we want you guys to be involved in our Star Wars show. So we're going to do a Star Wars special next week. This is a smart way of saying we haven't seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> we could have seen it on Monday, but we went to Boozing instead. <laughs> yep. um, so when you guys see it, we want you guys to get in touch. Let us know what you think. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. And we'll have a uh, feedback extravaganza for what you think about Star Wars yeah maybe we should Jedi. have like double feedback absolutely like, yeah well, that's what I want yeah I want lots of people to write in with like what they thought any theories any cool shit any mad stories that happen because there's gonna be a lot of people in the cinema yeah like I'm more I, I'm going to see a for the uh, this is the first time I've seen a Star Wars with the general populace mm-hmm. um, for the first time in ages and I'm shitting myself about going to this midnight screening I'm hoping that going to a midnight screening a picture house central the first days out, that'll it'll just be nerds. Yeah, it's like when I saw Watchmen for the first time. Yeah, it was in like a little independent cinema, and every, yeah. there was like loads of people dressed up and stuff. I think it'll be, and it was a really made Watchmen seem wicked. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, everyone yeah. was like, "Wow!" Yeah, proper Phantom Menace stuff. Because after got, you watch it again, you're like, "What was I thinking?" Yeah, <laughs> I've got a little tiny bit of anxiety about it because. But then I'm seeing this tomorrow morning with you guys as yeah. well. So, but Literally at the same time, like eight hours later or whatever, mm, less than less than that. Great, isn't it? Um, we hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bad, I'm just going to tell to text that me being like, shiter. Absolute shiter. We it's all not send shiter. Slack messages to Josh, who gave it a 9.7, <laughs> saying, not it's sure about that. You. Um, but okay. as well as Star Wars, uh, Kingsman 2 is coming out on DVD in the US. So we got to speak to Matthew Vaughan, which I will drop in later on, but just teasing it right at the top, tickling you tickling your little fancy with some Matthew Vaughn teases there. Uh, but Joe, you have been reviewing Zelda DLC. Yes, I have. You know when they said it was a story expansion? Did they? Yeah. Well, that's what I thought it was going to be. It's not one. Right. <laughs> it's, it's weird because I guess maybe I read into the word expansion too much. But what it actually is, is a series of flashbacks for characters we've already met. And that's sort of it. Uh. Which... When you first start playing, you go, this isn't quite what I wanted. And then sort of halfway through, I went, oh, wait, this is just eight hours of more excellent Zelda. I don't really care. Yeah. And I just came out loving it. Like, it's so, it's just an invitation to go back to Hyrule and, like, mess about. And there's new things in, like, places you've been before. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a couple of new monsters, like, upgraded versions of already boss monsters and stuff like okay, that. Okay, so it's, yeah. nothing it's like, totally new. Uh, there's uh, the ending, which I'm not going to talk about, is I've totally new. Obviously, seen okay. what you get. Oh yeah, yeah. No, well, you know, okay. there's you get they've gave that away in a trailer. You yeah, get a yeah. motorbike at the end of it. It's fucking mental. <laughs> but it makes traveling around Hyrule like I played an hour or two more just because I had the motorbike and was like, oh, I can get over there really quickly yeah, now. So right. I just like zoom off. But and it's really I used funny. to warp everywhere though. Well, you don't enjoy the long walk. But well, now, <laughs> one of the coolest things I saw in your review is you can get armor for your horse, which means you can warp your horse to you. Yes. That's big. It's, it's kind of, it's one of those things where you're like, as a post-game player, you go, I wish I'd had that yeah. for a hundred hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Dan Staples, so when I was writing my review, I was yeah. writing it very much from that perspective. Yeah. And our excellent reviews editor, Dan Stapleton, made the point of saying, you've got to think about like what people who haven't played this game are going to get out of this DLC as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of that is 
it's weird because it's a it's a double edged sword for them because most of this is you have to have finished most of the game to get get to the content. Okay. But those treasure treasure items are still available, like I think from the outset. Yeah, yeah. So you could, if you were a new player, like say, get it for Christmas. Yeah. There's if you buy the season pass as well, you've suddenly got access to amazing stuff. Like the first pack had Majora's Mask, which uh, yeah. no Korok Mask, which yeah. tells you where Koroks yeah. are. Um, like the travel medallion, which lets you set your own warp points, which is crazy useful. I've used it yeah. so much already. And yeah, this horse armor would be amazing as well. Mm. So it does feel like half and half. Like some of it's a gift to people who are getting it for the first time. And some of it's like you get some more yeah. high level stuff. Like yeah. You've been playing through the start, haven't you? At the very beginning, yeah. Where which it strips is, you of most of your, well, yeah. all of your really good abilities, plus all of your health. You've got a quarter of a heart. But it gives you that awesome little candlestick thing. <laughs> yeah. the, the one that's, hit that's obliterator, one, yes. it's called. That's exactly. Yes. It's actually called it's that. It's called it the one called, hit obliterator. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, but like the thing I said to Joe was like, is it like that all the way through? Because obviously I've worked really hard to build Get my character stuff, up yeah. and all that stuff. And then suddenly I've got none of it. But apparently it's not like that. Yeah, after yeah. like yeah. So. you do four little like clearing out a monster nest, yeah. sort of little potted challenges and four shrines, and then it goes, okay, you get all your stuff back, you're good enough to go and do these quests now. It, just, okay, it feels cool. like a sort of okay. trial by fire. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that really reminded me of the stuff I love most in the Master Trials, the last yeah. DLC pack, yeah, 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 which yeah. was where you just suddenly go, fuck, I have to remember how to play this game at, from the, big, like, yeah. the very start. Like when it takes all your stuff away and just gives you a tree branch, you're like... Oh, Jesus, i got to do this again. They were good in the, the way they... Right, I've got an entire room of... There's a really bad guy over there, and then you can figure out, train your reactions on how mm. to do stuff, and yeah. like really optimise the way that you kind of tackle it. Well, that's the thing. I think in terms of what your DLC offering something new, Master yeah. Trials is actually the better pack, which I yeah. really wasn't expecting. Yeah. I think I, uh, in the first review I said, it like it will take a huge amount of work for the second DLC pack to actually be better than Master Trials, yeah. and it isn't. Like It's yeah. just... it's. It's still incredible because yeah, it's the yeah, best of game course, yeah. of the year and, like, in my opinion. Yeah. And, like, but it's, it hasn't got the surprise on, like, the challenge of Master Trials, yeah. but it is really good fun. And, like, both of those packs together are, nine, like, 18 quid? Yeah. It's ridiculous. That, so much cheaper than most stuff. That's interesting as well because you can't buy one without the other, right? You no. have to buy them both together, so... So, and it, that's, like, 15, 20 hours. Yeah. That's amazing. Boom. Well done to him. Well done. I was thinking about restarting, but again, like, I don't think you can have two saves, can you? Uh, no, but you can make another user and then uh, okay. just play it through on that. You can, that also, user, then, you can yeah. have two saves if you start again in master mode. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it's like, absolutely I'm not going to do that. No. So horrible. There's a silver Lionel in the tutorial. It's not cool. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no. It's bastard. I'm all right. I don't need that. But yeah, Zelda DLC weird, like weirdly initially underwhelming and then amazing afterwards. Yeah, it's strange. I like it. Um, there's some other DLC just dropped yesterday. You've done a bit of it, Al. Yeah. So a new Doomsday heist has yeah. come to GTA Online out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like Rockstar called us, I think about a week ago, and said, "Oh, we've got some new stuff to show." So, all right. Then. And I, I literally thought it was going to be, it's going to be another race or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But no, it's this whole new heist that's. Well, we played it for five hours, Krupa, myself, and Powers. Mm. And I think we're about maybe a third of the way through yeah, it. Didn't you say it was like act Bonkers. one? Yeah, out of three, yeah. Mad. 
Um, and it's the most insane, kind of crazy, over-the-top kind of stuff that you would... Like, my favourite thing from GTA 4 was the Battle of Gay Tony. Yeah. Because that was crazy, stupid, over-the-top. I've seen a lot of people moaning, saying it's going into Saints Row territory. I don't think it I is. think it just makes Saints Row yeah. look shit. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> people at Volition must just be like, oh, fucking hell. Well, that's it. You're not running around hitting people with giant purple dildos. You're flying a what? fucking Batch of the... You're not doing it. No, you're unfortunately not. You're flying a Batch of the Future two car yeah and it, the way it does it like so we played it um, Joe myself Creeper and Carly yeah. at lunchtime and the way it introduces that is so good it's because amazing firstly you don't know that it hovers so you're just driving it around trying to hack these vans yeah next thing you've got to hack are these boats out in the middle of the ocean you pull up and it says oh we've made a, um, a modification to your car press X to hover you go suddenly you're like oh my god this is badass you do that next bit of the mission go over to Los Santos airport and you're chasing a jumbo jet down the runway, and it says, pull back on the stick to fly. And you're like, what? You pull back, and there you are. Four people awesome. buzzing around, so um, trying to hack this data breach thing on this uh, jumbo jet. It's, it's amazing. My favorite bit of that was watching you like hacking really skillfully, like kind of gliding around yeah. the plane as it, and it took this big banking turn and you were kind of turning with it, just bonked into its what? engine. <laughs> <laughs> it gets to the point where it was like, it was above me and I was like, cause you have to be really close for the hack to work. Right. And I was like, I can't see it anymore. Shit. Oh, there it is. There's the wing that I've just flown into. My favorite thing as well was, um, Krupa realized that to just lose altitude, the easiest way is to just turn off your hover engine. Yeah. So you just like, press it your wheels fold up and suddenly you're just in free fall like oh spinning God. around as the car it's like you know that bit in Blues Brothers where the Nazis fall <laughs> off the cliff it's just like that um, and then you just turn it on and your car just writes itself so there's a bit where we were dropping into the final checkpoint that's class and I dropped I saw you and I did dropping not dropping out the sky I was just like you know when you think about a parachute in yeah. a game you, you usually think like boom and it's up yeah. and in GTA it's Boom, and it takes a few seconds and yeah, you yeah, just yeah. hit the floor. It was that with my car. And I like properly did the hover just like there above oh my the God. floor, like a few inches. It was amazing. We were on top of this multi-story car park on the top floor, and I saw Joe's car skyrocket past <laughs> the top of it. Dumb. And then it obviously changed just before he hit the <laughs> So when we played it at Rockstar... Creeper didn't press the hover button properly, so he drove straight out into the ocean and then died. And obviously, the whole point is you get oh, like one or two lives yeah. to share between you. It's like, you've got to do it all again. It's like, oh, you man. idiot. <laughs> and then, same happened with the hacking the plane is that someone tried to get, was it, I don't think it was me. It was, it was probably Powers, let's face yeah. it. Just went, I'm going to try and fly the plane. <laughs> hit into it and then knocked the wing off the plane. And it was the end of the mission because we hadn't hacked it at that point. Oh. <laughs> so, but there's so much more to it. Like, again, we haven't seen it. Uh, yeah. So we played a little bit further than what we played, Joe. Hmm. But from the trailer, like, there's a bit where you're underwater in the James Bond-style Lotus Elite, yeah. sort of submersible. Like, there's nukes. There's, like, a ton of stuff in there. It does you seem can buy mental. an orbital cannon. You can. It's that's, mad. So, that's the, so it is expensive stuff. Yeah. Because you've got to set up, a like, a secret lair bunker. And I think mine cost me... And I, I went for nice, you know, gear for, for mm. my boys and the big boys clan. <laughs> the big boys clan. <laughs> uh, but it was about three and a half million, okay. which is a lot of money. Yeah. But bear in mind, like, there are people in GTA who are, so I'm level 30, I'm literally mm. nothing. But there are people like level 600. I we saw a guy who was level 1,000. We literally there. played really? with someone on a level 1,000 oh yesterday. It's insane. Stupid. And I think, like, I could probably... If I hadn't just bought a helicopter before this came out, yeah. I could probably have just afforded to start the heists. Right, okay. Even if you don't do that, like you do like 
three or four of the heists, you've got enough money to do that stuff. Okay, or compete cool. in some of the races. Yeah, it's yeah. quite easy to make money. Yeah. Also, they've um, done a smart thing that we noticed over lunch, which is if someone's a CEO, yeah. they can invite people anyone on the server to be their bodyguard right. and those people can do heists so oh. even if you can't afford the stuff to start the heist as a CEO yeah. you can still play them with people as long as they yeah. like, does that affect your you cut substantially though no it no. didn't in those missions okay. I wonder if when it finishes maybe so it does but yeah. so the like the, the we played up to the end of the first act and that's exactly the same as a normal heist so you do the prep missions yeah. and then you've got the final thing where the uh, team leader decides the cut mm. So it's up to the person you're playing with as opposed to the game right, and your okay, rankings. Yeah, yeah. Right. But the other thing is, if you kit out your lair with like a weapons armory, you get cool weapons, like including minigun. Yeah. Like you have to be a level 100 to buy a minigun from ammunition. Whereas it's you just, just in, get, yeah, I literally yeah, just the yeah. walked into your reception and went, oh, there I'll is. have that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the only other thing I found out is that I'm, I'm not a CEO, I'm a VIP. Right. Oh. And VIP is timed, you get it for four hours. And then, so you pay for a privilege, and then it gets uh, oh. redacted. CEO, you have to then go and buy an office, and then you can do whatever you want. Right. But an office is another mill. Jesus. Isn't, so how much is, you can buy the DeLorean to use as normal, right? For like three mil. So you can buy it for, once you've finished the mission. Yeah, right. you can buy it for 4.5 before the mission, yes, or 3.5 afterwards, I yeah. think. Doesn't that mean that GT Online is just going to be flooded with the DeLoreans zooming about the place? Well, yeah, probably. This but is, like before it, it was like, there was this obliterator bike, which mm. is basically a, a rocket bike mm. with little wings. And that's what power, powers... Um, uh, vehicle of choice was because you basically jump up a hill and then fly through the sky mm. right. until you haven't got quite enough then you hit the deck and then do the same okay but yes I think that I don't yeah. I, I didn't see any I've seen not seen any DeLoreans but it's been weird because I haven't played GTA Online for two years I think yeah. and mm. so coming back particularly after the last year and a half where they've added the really weird shit. It's like yeah. stunt races on Hot Wheels tracks in the sky, yeah. rocket bikes, like the Batmobile, yeah. like all of this mad shit that I've yeah. never seen before. I'm just like, and everyone's got it. Yeah. yeah. What is going on here? <laughs> I know. And because that's the thing, like obviously there's a lot of people moaning that you need, you, you pay for microtransactions to get what you... You don't. You can play the game and have a good time. Yeah. If you want all of that cool shit, then yes. But that's surely the same as any other game. You've got to work to get it. It's not, um, the thing is, it's not loot boxes, which, no. which is the major problem. Like, I, I do think it's more of a grind than it should be. Like, it is crazy how much things cost compared yeah. to how fast you can earn money. But, but, I, you, but then but, you haven't played many heists, right? No, no, no. And you can make a lot of money in the heists. But yeah. I, I, I agree, like, if you work for it, you can get it, and yeah. you can get exactly what you want. Yeah. It's not battlefront levels of microtransactions no, 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 where no, you're no. just going... I didn't even get what I wanted after yeah, yeah, yeah. this month. That's the thing, like, you know, using Overwatch as a comparison, uh, you know, I, I played the same number of games as Cardi mm. in the summer thing. I didn't get one fucking skin. Yeah. Whereas at least I know at the end of it, I've played this, I've put all that effort in, I've got that much money, I can spend on exactly the thing that I want. Yeah. So. yeah. And if you want to spend the money and get there fast, well, that's up to you. I look forward to doing it all again in Red Dead. Incidentally, yes. they found they've data mined like there are Red Dead items in Ooh. GTA Online, really what? hidden. Um, and oh. one of them, like the description says, if you 
get this gun, then complete a challenge with it, it will unlock that gun in Red Dead Online. Shut up. So, like... The minigun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Homing rocket launch. DeLorean. <laughs> Some mad, like... That, that would be honestly, amazing. Back to the, back to the, the future. future 3 DeLorean. Oh, shit, the yeah. I hope they don't do that. No, I, I, I want Red Dead to be normal. They'll no, do it. Like, yeah. in the same way they like did um, Undead Nightmare. Under Nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Or what if they did Not like the main game? Yeah. <laughs> Red Dead Online. In because this is what they've done with GTA. Is it yeah. started really normally? Like, yeah. do you remember like the early days of GTA yeah. Online? It was literally just walking normal. into convenience stores, yes. holding yeah. them up, running away. Like, there was not much to it. Yeah. Now you've got DeLoreans. Four years time. Yeah. Uh, in Red Dead Online it's going to be mental what's yeah. going on in there it's going to be amazing I'm up for that a flying train I always like civilization and like you actually the civilization is actually advancing technology wise but like <laughs> almost like real time <laughs> what so in like three years time we'll just have slightly faster trains yeah <laughs> that'd be really good I don't think it would. <laughs> well, not real time, but in uh, um, an exaggerated version of real time. 100 years. 100 years. <laughs> so in four years' time, it's just like they're on oh, Alpha like in four, Centauri. In, yeah, in four years, it's got, it's got, you do, let's say, 50 years. Every four years is 50 years in Red Dead. Oh, magic. Because then yeah. you'd have like World War Red Dead. Exactly, yeah. But no, I'm going to do it. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> um, uh, me and Joe have been playing a modernish game i don't even know where it's at i guess future cyberpunk yeah uh it's a game called the red strings club um i've played about two hours of it uh and it's fucking weird yeah <laughs> how do you feel about these for game mechanics <laughs> mixing drinks yeah talking and pottery those are your three major interactions that we've come across i think there is one more but i don't know i can't remember what it is well it might be question and answer because isn't there's you have to do well that's under the bracket of talking mm, maybe then yeah maybe there's another mechanic I, I don't know about yeah. why, why pottery but, uh, well that's very odd so it's, you start out you're in the Red Strings Club um, and you're a bartender with right. you're in a you're in a future where people have kind of like Blade Runner they have like augment they augment themselves cyberly um, so everyone is everyone's yeah. got like all this different <laughs> shit going on on them so like there's a guy who's your mate who's got like weird eyes like like computer eyes yeah. and he's like part robot you can jack into other robots yeah um, and basically Brandis 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 old, yeah. old computerized Brandis computerized yeah. Brandis and you play Donovan who's this bartender and basically the your skill as a bartender is you can manipulate people with drinks right. so if someone comes in and they've got some information you want to extract out of them because that's one of your primary things as well you're a bartender but also uh, an information broker yeah an information broker so if somebody comes in you can see their sort of weaknesses and you make drinks tailored to those weaknesses and you get information right. out of them uh, so that's one part of it you're doing that, which is brilliant. And also, it's worth pointing out that making drinks isn't as simple as like, I'll put that in, I'll put that oh, in, I'll yeah, put yeah. that in. You get this weird silhouette, it's very strange, you get this yeah. weird silhouette of the person and then across their body there are these like nodes and yeah. they say things like fear or sympathy yeah. and they're circles of varying sizes. Yeah. And your four different spirits are actually just directional movements for yes. where your circle goes. Yeah. So right. if you like want to get to fear and it's in the bottom left, you got to put some down vodka in yeah. and then some left absinthe yeah. and line it up and then get the circle the right size by dropping 
bits of ice in it, which makes the circle smaller. Because it makes you drink as like water's down the I'm drink. sure it's a lot easier to understand if you're looking at it. I know, but that's yeah. the kind of beauty of it is that it's so mad. And as soon yeah. as it's really tactile as well, like yeah. especially with the pottery. The idea is not that you're just clicking and things are happening. Yeah, yeah. You're really having to move the mouse to do stuff. Well, the, the drink is as well, man, because yeah. like at the beginning I was just like pouring, but then like you, the bottle actually works like an actual bottle because then when you put it up, obviously that's not it's how still things spilling work. Stuff still out. going in. So yeah. there was, I was like, oh. But the only bit that I don't like about that is if you go a little bit too much, the way that you. Uh, sort it out if you put a little bit too much tequila and the way you sort it out just by fucking bunging it out yeah. <laughs> you just pick up the glass and pour a little bit out and it's right. like I've worked in bars that's not what happens <laughs> um, um, the other str- like, there's so many weird things about this yeah. like, the other strange thing is the implication that as the player you're this guy's muse yeah like he calls to his the muse of alcohol to ma- yeah. let him like so there's magic or something it's really strange it's quite deep as well because like you're basically trying to get the most information out of someone yep. um, so when someone came in re- just now recently um, on my last shift um, <laughs> when someone came in just now um, I was like well sh- I'm gonna fucking go mad on fear and it just didn't work with her oh really uh, at all no so I was like okay but then you can kind of like go back and sort of even it out with some sympathy vodka but there's um, there's some interesting so weird there's yeah. some interesting stuff where it's like you can choose that emotion mm. but Choosing that emotion doesn't just give you the answers you want. You then yeah, get yeah. given a list of questions to ask. And some of those questions will work if you've activated fear. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. some won't, even though they're like the same set of questions in no the matter same what state. you yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a really cool way of doing a text yeah, adventure type thing. It's a beautiful like pixel art game as well. We haven't yeah. really said what it looks like. It's just No, it looks like that. But then all, all, right at the beginning then, it's not a spoiler, but right at the beginning, a fucking actual robot comes into the bar all freaking out and stuff. Um, and you jack, you get Brandice to jack into her and you get into her memories. Yeah. And what she was, was this weird sort of, the, the way that aug- augmentations work is you come into the... <laughs> robots operating theater yeah. with a problem then the robot has like blueprints for how to solve that problem so it'll be like uh, if you came in and, and you wanted like one of the problems i just solved was um there was a ceo who wanted like to get more of his deals through right so you come in there's an augmentation in the blue in the blueprints which is like persuasion yeah um so you do an augmentation but the way the augmentations work you get the blueprints and then you go on to like a weird pottery wheel thing and you have to like carve out the augmentation. And then I was just about to say, where does the pottery fit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's meant to be, it's, they just call it like biomatter. Yeah. And you're carving it into a shape. And then, and then she literally just walks over to them. The fucking just shoves it in their in the stomach. stomach. <laughs> it makes these horrible like <laughs> The noises. pottery makes a really nasty noise as it well. Does, yeah. It's like, because I guess you've got this weird, as you say, like biomatter. So it's like. Yeah. So it's liquid. It's, it's, so it's, pro- it's like shaping it rather than like lathing it. No, it's not liquid. It's just like a, a, more like a jelly matter. Yeah, okay. it's, a, it's um, a jelly matter. Yeah. And you're using little jelly matter tools to carve it out. Yeah. Um, and you, like, again, it's super tactile. Like, mm. you've got to spin the wheel as you're doing it. So you're yeah. having to click and then move the mouse around. At the same time. And then yeah. you can be like, oh, I want some music. So you have to move, literally move your finger over to a button yeah. and then move the mouse up to prod the button to turn on music right. and stuff. It's right. really odd. Like, it's a fun way to I'm properly do into it. Thing. I think it's, it's out in January, I think, um, or in the new year. It's called the Red Strings Club. But yeah, I'm, I'm properly into it. My I'm, only issue with it at the moment is, mm. at the start, you go, cyberpunk bartending game. There's, which, there have been those before. Weirdly. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was one last year, I think, called Valhalla. Mm. But that, and then this sort of um, weird like pottery thing where you're solving people's problems. 
And I was like, this is really cool. Like, this is a good way to get into a cyberpunk world yeah. in yeah. a weird way. And then, like, an hour in, it just goes, oh, yeah, and it's a big conspiracy and everyone's like... And yeah. it's just that classic cyberpunk thing of it can't be content with just showing you what a world is. It has yeah. to have stakes. And I was like... I don't and need, the stakes are pretty big know, pretty quickly need, as well. I don't yeah. need like to be involved in a corporate conspiracy. I just want to be a cool bartender and yeah. solve people's problems. That's why, because so I don't think it's actually going to be that long. You actually think it's going to be longer than I oh, think. Because, only because it's taken that long, and I'm sure there is a third component that I can't remember. Right. So I was talking to the director at, at mm. an event we went to, and he was saying, that because they made this game called Gods Will Be Watching, yeah. which people really liked. I never actually played it, and did quite well and they had enough money to start another project and he said they got a year into that and just went it's shit and cancelled it <laughs> then they started so another, got any money. then they started another project another year shit cancelled oh it God. and during this time they were doing game jams and they did a game jam game about bartending and a mm. game jam game about pottery and one other and I can't remember what it was Right. and then he said well wait those are the things we've enjoyed making the most let's just work out how to get all of those into one right. game jam and then in. they made this which yeah. is really cool um so I'm sure there's another one. Anyway, yeah, yeah maybe years down the toilet though. Mental. Oof. Yeah, he sounded quite sad. <laughs> we were actually like sitting, and he just looked into his glass for a while, just yeah. like <sighs> yeah, it's mad. So yeah, they had an event at because it's all set in a cocktail bar, and they had an event at a cocktail bar um, where we got to go and drink cocktails. So maybe like they could see the nodes on us where they're just like, Name I will get it. like, well, he's a sad fucker. <laughs> they they poured a sad vodka yeah. or whatever it is. They looked yeah. at our nodes and went likes pottery yeah <laughs> <laughs> you'll get it um, but yeah I, I think I'm gonna tr I think I've got, we've got the whole build so I think I'm gonna try and play it to completion it is a really um, interesting thing that's, but I, I hope it's about four hours long yeah I can't be making that much pottery and I hope it's not just a conspiracy theory game. yeah that's the only thing I, I feel like it's really good in a sense of it is kind of like a, a I guess a visual novel in a way with yeah. like little mechanics in it but I just, I wish there was a sink. I wish there was a sink that I was pouring the alcohol <laughs> down rather than just pouring it onto the bar. Yeah. Let's do my head in that. Is it, that's literally the only thing that's bothering you. Yeah. It's quite Fair enough. Quite also, good. Oh, oh Maybe no, there is something else in. as well. Um, when you change the music when you're doing the pottery, basically it's like, oh, you can pick like pick music that helps you be like more in tune with the biomatter that you're doing. But the mix on the actual there's, there's I think there's only a couple of tracks mm. and they don't mix into each other so no it just goes ju <laughs> yeah so you'll just be um, you'll just be but when you're actually listening to it when you click it over it goes that I don't mind it doing that mm. but if when it changes to another track in the middle of you laden oh, it just see. fucking clicks in yeah and it's just like mm, I feel like if I meant to be in tune with it I don't feel very in tune with it when the music just fucking honks just on barrels the into something yeah. else um, but that's the only two things which needs a sync better mix on the music oh and people walk way too slowly <clears throat> oh yeah that's some slow ass that's walking that is, yeah. that's gonna be another too much water needs a sink yeah, yeah needs a sink <laughs> but pro lot of dicks in the game yeah <laughs> lot of dicks lot see of some tits pixel nudes pretty good man mate for really? that yeah I've been playing it on my desk like this just yeah. like oh my god who's gonna see all the dicks <laughs> Yeah, your, your desk face into the office as well. Yeah, they yeah. Look, everyone's getting a view of those From dicks. lunchtime. Well, Mashable get in as well. They don't want to be seeing that. They'd yeah, like, Mashable what's, comes what's in. What's going on with it? Who are these pervs? <laughs> fucking pervs. Pixelated porn. It's fucking pixeldicks.com. We bought them last year. <laughs> Pixel dicks. Let's, as soon as we go out of here, let's please register that URL. Yeah, just in case. Um, 
Uh, me, Krupa, and Cardi went to see two episodes of the new League of Gentlemen series. I didn't realize it was uh, two. last night. Yeah, neither did we. So we we bought the tickets ages ago, and it's essentially we thought it was going to be one episode. There's only because in the new series, there's only three episodes, like a three episode extravaganza, uh, which is going out next week as well. Um, so we thought we were buying tickets for one episode mm. and a Q and A. Yeah. Um, when we turned up. They surprised us by saying, oh, we're actually, there's two episodes ready. We would have shown a third, but it's not finished. We haven't finished editing it yet. Um, So they showed us two episodes um, and it's fucking brilliant. Is it really good? We were dying. That's like, amazing. There's, there's one scene in it in particular with one character who they've brought. Well, they brought a lot of characters back, um, but there's one scene where we were just absolutely dying. Like I didn't, I didn't hear what the next scene was a lot because <laughs> I just kept laughing at this one particular thing. Um, Is it really good, even if you don't have a great deal of nostalgia for the original? So I've never seen it. You've never seen it. You can't watch it. You can't. You won't be able to watch this and get any. I wouldn't thought you'd get anything out right. of it if you don't at least remember what's going. I've just rewatched everything. Right. Um, uh, and I'm glad I did because I got a little tiny bit more out of it. Yeah. Um, I, you couldn't watch this without seeing the other stuff. I don't think because I was interested what they what they were aiming for. Is yeah. it just an exercise in let's bring back stuff people liked, or is it we're trying to make a series again? No. Um. So the the Q and A was. It was pretty shonky. The dude at the BFI is not very good. Um, and it's just like, you know, when just they're asking, you're asking them questions, but if everyone there is like a giant League of Gentlemen fan, so I've heard all the stories before, like yeah. everybody knows like who they based Papalazaro on. Uh, they've heard like Reese Smith say that story mm. at least four or five times I have. Um, and he doesn't want to say it. And then the, the BFI guy's like, oh, I heard uh, Papalazaro. It's just like, you fucking know what it's based on, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so it was a pretty shonky Q and A in that respect, but the one thing that you did get out of them was just like, you know, it wasn't. We're not doing this because we have to. We did it because we had a really good idea and we want to. Um, and I think that's why it's only three episodes. Probably as well. There's money more. Well, I guess like less money or more money involved if you only do three. I don't know. Mm. But um, it looks amazing. So it doesn't look like it looks like it's had a really really good budget on it. That's cool. But it doesn't like. Uh, it is pandering in a tiny bit because there's some characters just doing things and you're just like but it's been fucking like 13 years since the yeah. last mm. one so mm. I don't care well that's um, it like I actually it's more now yeah I think I've watched most of League of Gentlemen yeah. and liked it but I don't, I'm not a huge right, yeah, fan yeah, or anything yeah. but I'm still interested in seeing it just because I know those people yeah yeah and like that's quite an interesting thing to have happened yeah. I like this there's a lot of people complaining about like the renaissance of let's bring back everything we used to like. Yeah. I'm kind of into it. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice having all these things reappear. I was I was genuinely worried about it. Yeah. Because um, I thought it was going to be a apocalypse yeah, situation. Be shy. Yeah. Um, but it feels like they've got a really good idea. I don't know how they're going to tie everything that they've done in the first two episodes up in the third episode nine. So is it a proper storyline again? There's a couple of things going through, but there's a right. couple of sort of one-off things as well. Like some characters lend themselves better to like little sketches, but mm. then there's a three, there's a weird little through line as well. That's good. Um, with a couple of different characters actually, but I don't know how those are coming together in the last episode, unless the last episode, the last episode maybe isn't 30 minutes long. Maybe uh, it's a little bit longer. I don't know. Um, but there's a lot gone on. There's one scene in particular in episode two with a bingo caller, which it's just amazing as a sketch. Like it's fantastic. It's like it's really funny, but it's really sad as well. And, and I think that's when they're best. When yeah, it's just doing like really, really dark shit. Have you seen, uh, the um, one I'd forgotten about. I've been rewatching bits and pieces since yeah. it's on Netflix, and the one where it's a couple 
going into um, like an Italian restaurant. Oh, okay. And yeah. they keep talking to the waiter Luigi. Yeah. But it keeps turning into them complaining about their marriage, just yeah. getting more and more dark as it goes on. Yeah, yeah. Until the point where the guy's just like, you've been coming in here for ages. I'm not called Luigi. And he yeah. leaves. And then they just hate him. And you, just the implication is they're just left with this terrible marriage that's totally unresolved because yeah. he hasn't helped them. It's amazing. They're brilliant, they are. Um, Smart. They, I, just re- I just watched the Christmas special again, which is on Netflix. Mm. And it is one of my favorite Christmas specials of anything. Um, and they, they did say last night, they were like, oh, I think the Christmas special is the best thing we ever did. What's the most um, interesting thing they said? Um, oh, that they're doing a tour. They announced yeah. on stage that they're yeah. doing a tour again uh, next year, which is really good. That's awesome. Um, yeah. What else? Did they, they that was pretty good. They like they do some mad things with some characters, uh, which they kind of address in a really really funny way. Um, but it's good. Um, but yeah, I think the tour thing is just bonkers. That'll be really really good. Yeah. I saw them when I was at uni. Um, do uh, I think I went to Manchester or St Helens or something like that to see mm-hmm. them? And that, that is really good. Like how they do all the horrible, disgusting stuff like live is awesome. Like they literally just put tape on their nose for tubs and everything. <laughs> which is bonkers. Um, but yeah, I think they're all. I think they're all out next week on BBC. It's mm. been shown, um, and it's naughty but Same. very funny. Yeah, the the Jeff scene is the scene that. We just lost our minds. The Jeff scene. The it's Jeff so scene. Good, yeah. All right. Uh, so make sure you watch out for that. Uh, another thing to watch out for, uh, Matthew Vaughan, uh, the director of Kingsman. Me and Krupa got to go down and speak to him recently um, about Kingsman coming out on Blu-ray. He's a really interesting dude. Like, he doesn't give a shit. Every time you come back from an interview <laughs> with Matthew Vaughan, you're like, yeah. listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> like, last time I spoke to him, he was talking about how he thought it was a mistake that they'd put in the trailers, like, something particularly big uh, about a particular character. And he's like, I just can't believe they've done it. He literally called it stupid. Um, I think, yeah, he called it stupid. Uh, in this one, he's just talking about how he's uh, talking to DC. Um, but he makes, like, a really, really interesting point which I hadn't thought about before actually about like what you would like to tackle in terms of like if you're a director and you've got anything to do you know he kind of basically says like I don't know why they would want to follow like he's talking about DC and the universe he's like I don't know why they would want to follow the Christopher Nolan um, universe like it's much more interesting to work on something the shite Mm, right Um, because he's like if you make something a little bit good then it's better than the shite he did a really he did a really good bit about well you'll hear it in a second (laughs) but yeah Um, but yeah have a listen to him now and then we'll come back for some sexy keyword countdown so Matthew every time we get somebody on the podcast we ask them for their favourite movie TV show and video game. Do you have a favorite one of any or all of those? Hopefully, or so favorite movie. Let's go movie. Oh come on, that's ridiculous. And people answer it. They can say what their favorite movie is. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't say. I have. I have. I have Man, as long as you don't fucking say Kingsman Two, I'm not going to take the piss. I, I wouldn't fine. say anything I made because <laughs> there's a love hate relationship there. But I would say <laughs> there are so many movies I love. But if I had to gun to my head, the boring answer would be. A tie, no, it would be a tie between Star Wars and Raiders, The Lost okay. Ark. But um, a non-boring answer would be um, I'm trying to think what I've seen recently that I thought was great. Guardians of the Galaxy, just to, to make people get confused. <laughs> All right, could you have a favorite TV show? Favorite TV show? What? Am I, I mean, at the moment, um, I'm actually not that big a TV guy, so I've just okay. fallen into the TV world, and I've, I've really been impressed with Fargo. Oh, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's blown me away how, yeah. how good Fargo is. So I'd say Fargo is what I'm 
thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying at the moment. Yeah. Um, it's bonkers what they've done with that world. Because when I first, I love Fargo. When they first heard they were going to do that, I was like, what I was surprised yeah. at how, but it's, it's so cinematically, yeah. beautifully shot. And the 18. I oh. love the 18. Awesome. There you go. Do you have a favorite video game? Um, it's a tie again between Elite, which I used to play as a kid. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I would say uh, FIFA 18 at the moment. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Have you watched the uh, Avengers trailer? Did you see that? I have. What do you think? Well, it looked like bloody Justice League. Is that what do you think? What, some I was a bit happier than Justice League. Uh, what, a big CG villain arriving, yeah. and there's some magical stone, and he's right, and they're all having to team up to fight. I was like, fuck, can we start having something more original? Yeah. Sorry, Avengers. I'm no, sure no, it's no, going to be awesome. brilliant, but I was like, Christ, I just got through Justice League, and yeah. and I'm thinking, what, the Affinity Stones and the, the whatever those cube the things box that they're thing. box and, yeah, yeah. and the alien big they do say CG the word guys. box a lot in Justice League yeah. the box. they say the word stone a lot in, yeah. in the Avengers world so I don't know it's look I do think um, I'm more into the Guardians and Doctor Str- I feel they're at least evolving yeah. more but how many times can we see all these guys coming together to fight off in an alien invasion yeah which I, mean, I assume is what it looks like to me you did sort of X Men, and then you yeah. went off and kind of like you've built your own sort of superhero universe. Really, right. yeah. would you ever go? But would you would you ever go back into you know a Marvel or DC film? Do you think? Uh, never say never. Mm. I think it's I'm at that stage in my career where I'm also it's quite important to me who I'm working with. Yeah. So I think Kevin Feige's fantastic. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I knew Kevin years back. I mean, we've we've gone through some crazy times together back at the beginning of our career in Vegas on a little um, trip I wish no more about being screamed at by people more senior than us okay. um, so um, uh, but um, look, I do love the world of DC and I've been talking to them at the moment about some few, few things yeah. and and I do think Marvel I mean Marvel it's it's more fun getting involved with, with people franchises when they're on the down because right. then you, it's easier to make a good film. Like so, if I got involved with a few of the superhero movies out there, which have been, through, say, disappointing, yeah, it's going to at least, uh, um, you know, if I do it okay, it'll yeah. probably be better. Um, so when I did X Men, there was, you know, it was a pretty low bar to, yeah. to X Men Three. No offense, was not the fantastic, yeah, piece of work. So mm. it was, it, it's much more fun reinventing and saving something than I'd be more intimidated doing a. You know, trying to do a, a new Guardians, for example, yeah. I'll be like, well, how, I don't know if I can make it any better. Yeah, that's really interesting. I never think of that because obviously you'd think, you know, you see everyone wants to do like the big ones, like Batman. Like, how the fuck yeah. do you follow Christopher Nolan? Exactly, like, you don't, and that's why. <laughs> well, you do, but you have to do it differently. Yeah. So, if you're gonna, if I was gonna do Batman, there's no point doing the Dark Knight. Yeah. Because it's been done to perfection. So you have to think, okay, if I was doing Batman, I go, Christ, let's bring out the Adam West version because yeah. it's got to, you got to go. You've got to give people something. Well, for me, I'm not interested in in copying somebody else's take on the genre. Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, um, like obviously, you were a producer on Fantastic Four, and I've oh, seen you God. sort of say that. Uh, yeah. You know, I apologize. No, 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 it's no I really do it, but no, it's not fine. It was. It, it's. I think it's a fantastic piece of IP that mm. didn't go well, and um, but hey ho, that's what happens. But the, that should be the live action Incredibles. That's what yeah. it should be. I mean, it, I've, I remember seeing an interview with you where you said, like, you know, I was given notes that were being sort of ignored. Mm-hmm. Do you kind of just want to do Fantastic for yourself to be like, see, fucking knew what I was talking about, man? Um, again, never say never. <laughs> I, um, 
I would, yeah. I, it's it's um, yeah. Fan four. I I would I wouldn't say no to doing fan four, but it's definitely you know I don't I've got to figure out what I'm doing next. Yeah. And you know I'm, I I feel like flexing a muscle which I haven't used before. And and you know as you said I've done quite a few superhero yeah. movies and um, so I'm I'm but I've got no idea what I'm going to do. I'll suddenly suddenly something will make me so excited that I have to go off and, and film it but I, yeah. I haven't got to that stage yet Was there a thing from Kingsman 2 that you sort of enjoyed people reacting to? Elton John Elton John Yeah it's been quite fun watching um, watching people just not believing what Elton John's doing so I think El Elton's been been um, yeah Elton's been been a f really yeah good good fun part of it Yeah um, what does he think about the film after you've seen it? Well, he told me he loved it. But what else are you going to say? So, um, I mean, behind closed doors, you have to ask him. But he, I think he was thrilled. I think he comes across great. So he's, you know, he's he's he was um, he says he'd love to do it again. So that's yeah. that's a good sign. For Kingsman Two, you had a pretty amazing cast. Mm -hmm. um, was there anybody so if you approached that you weren't able to get that you may be able to get for Kingsman Three if that happens? No, everybody, um, everybody said yes. I was quite yeah. lucky. So I'm. I'm um, um, in Kingsman 3 there is one new massive role uh, I don't know who it's going to be yet but yeah. there will be one one new large addition but I don't know who that's going to be I've been lucky everyone did been, yeah it's a hell of a cast and you'd think but then again who would imagine who I was offering it to to say no yeah. to end up with that cast it would be yeah that's a good point probably, actually, yeah. Yeah, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis and Lawrence <laughs> Olivier you know, so, him I know he said yeah. he's just doing Phantom Throne and then stop him and be like mate come do Kingsman yeah, come, 3 yeah. come out of retirement after that would week. be great retire well you know what <laughs> With him, you never know. He probably, you know, he could retire and yeah. then be working the next day. So, like at the end of Kingsman, what I kind of wanted to see was like Eggsy going off and doing like cool Kingsman adventures. Mm -hmm. Then you kind of like stripped it all back because you've obviously got rid of the Kingsman um, like by blowing everything up. Mm -hmm. um, in the third one, can we see him just going off some cool adventures? Maybe like some standalone little stories. Maybe, or did it have to go bigger? Do you think? Oh, it doesn't have to go well. You just said we paired it back. So which one is it? So um, like, no, it's going to be. I can tell you, Kingsman Three is the 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 next chapter on Eggsy's evolution. Yeah. But in a way that people aren't really not going to be going to be expecting. But they will see. I think they're going to see the side of Eggsy that everyone fell in love with in the first film and loved in the second. But yeah. it's 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 going to be. I mean, it's a big risk what we're doing with Kingsman Three because it's it's so not it's just not what people will be thinking of. But the whole point about Kingsman is not to do right. this genre. For me, the brand of Kingsman is push boundaries, do things different, um, and make a film that splits opinion. And people, you know, the people who like Kingsman will love it. People who didn't like Kingsman, they're going to carry on hating it, which is that's fine. <laughs> who are the people who hate Kingsman? There's quite a few out there. Trust me. Really? Oh God, yeah. For every person that likes it, there's probably one or two that doesn't. Are you it's good? That's that's called that's entertainment. Yeah. For me, I mean, I you know, it's, it's not nice being told someone doesn't like it, but it's yeah. it is uh, people's right to have their own opinion, they're, and they're not wrong if they don't like it. They don't like it. That's awesome, man. It's like a good place to end it on. That. It's a good, nice little thing. You know, if you don't like it, you don't like it. That's cool. Yeah, it's <laughs> I can only do what I do, and the best of my you know, best of my talent that's right amazing thank you very much man. cool there you go as matthew vaughan being very matthew vaughan <laughs> um the kingsman 2 dvd is out in the u.s 
this week and in the UK beginning of 2018. Um, there's something that uh, we got one of the uh, PRs. We had a few drinks with them after the Kingsman event and we kind of asked them if we could do a particular thing for when it comes out in the UK. And if it's if it happens, we'll be going to a pub. <laughs> um, possibly to do this podcast oh, no, interesting um, but yeah there we go uh, this can be done in a pub <laughs> I loved that that mental block you had for a second as you desperately tried to find a Countdown. Well, well, well. Um, if you don't know what keyword countdown is, IMDb categorized their films via a bunch of crazy keywords. What I've done, or what Dave from South Jersey has done, <gasps> is taken five films, ten keywords apiece. You guys have to guess what those films are and what the link is between them. Um, we also say as well, we've got some massive plans for a keyword countdown Christmas special. Yes, we do. Uh, which we're going to stick out, I think, on Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, so that's good. So we're going to do some of the live rounds that we did at the live show. That'll be really, really good. But also, we, you know, people have contacted us saying that they do play a lot of keyword countdown in cars on journeys. Mm. Yeah. And a lot of people do journeys around Christmas time. So the like Joe and Cardi have been devising a silent keyword countdown, which I'm going to stick at the end of the keyword countdown Christmas special. So if you're playing in the car with your family, you can play along like you're one of us. And we have plans for the link because we've devised a horrible link. Yeah. And the first person to get it. Yeah. Don't want to spoil the surprise. Yeah. But over a million dollars. That's mental. So the first person who guesses the link gets over a million dollars as a prize. Yes. That's insane to me. ridiculous. Can I have it? No, you can't. Mm, Because of contracts. Here we go then. This is Dave from South Jersey who says, I love the show. It's part of my podcast lineup that helps me survive my monotonous data entry job. Gavin. What? Are we not doing keyword countdown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this oh, is I thought this was Jersey. a feedback. Yeah, yeah. Keyword countdown <laughs> is a great segment, although I am absolutely horrible at it. Being from the US, I find the UK podcast very good. It just feels like you're all genuine people that I can relate to. Keep up the amazing work. So here we go. Dave right. from South Jersey. Go. Film so, number one. Sorry I interrupted, Dave. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> United States of America. White House down. Male frontal nudity. Mm. US nudity. Dentist. American pie. Dentist. Marathon man. Historically inaccurate. <laughs> Forrest Gump? Speaking German. Does he get his dick out in that? Um, I think he does at some point. Gump does. does he? No, his ass. No. He gets his ass yeah, out. There's no Sorry. gump dick. Sorry. Speaking German. Speaking German. Oh, no. Testicles. <laughs> Antichrist. Racial violence. Oh, my God. American History X. Classic. Refusing a handshake. What is it? Munich? Slavery. Oof. Armistad. Final clue. Chains. Twelve years a slave. Uh, Django Unchained? Yeah. Oh. Well done, Joe. That was poor. One point to Joe, one guess. Speaking German, of course. Yeah. Come on. Here we go. Bill number two. Orchestral music. Mm. 
Death of Stalin. No opening credits. Hmm. Oh. Race Against Time. Speed or Speed 2. Multiple cameos. And what I'll say is... Rat Race. That's actually quite misleading. Oh. Oh. (laughs) I think what they mean is like there's a lot of characters in there rather than cameos. Usual suspects. Cult Director. Cult Director? Mm -hmm. Vincent Price? John Waters? I. I? Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Volcano. Lord of the Rings. Uh, Two Towers. Fellowship of the Ring. Hobbit. Oh, he's not done it. Return of the King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I gave you as many as you should have had. <laughs> Why did you go to Hobbit? I couldn't remember the names of all the bloody things. Uh, the other ones. Final Battle. End of Trilogy. Ring. Here we go. That's uh, five points to Joe. Um, and two guesses, but... Oh, that was close. I gave you three guesses on that. Thanks. That's as many Lord of the Rings films as there are. Here we go. (laughs) Film number three. Three Three-word title. I'd love it if you got that. Oh, my God. Drop Dead Fred. I'd stop there. I'd stop this. Drop Dead Fred. Suspected Affair. American Beauty X. (laughs) Happy Ending. Suspected Affair with a happy ending. Mm. Club. Club. The Matrix Reloaded. Garden Gnome. What? The Gnomeo and Juliet. Male Stripper. Oh, that was good. But not with male strippers in male... Magic Mike 2. Unemployment. Oh, the full Monty. Yeah. Oh. Well done. Four points to Joe. Uh, other ones. Reference to Arsenal FC. Northern England. Steelworker. Uh, Joe's run away with it slightly, Al. Nine points, three guesses. I'm all right with that. Here we go. Film number four. <laughs> Based on novel. Mm, Moby Dick. Wait, no, that's not him off. <laughs> no music. Well, it's, it's not the birds, is it? I was going to say, it can't be the birds because yeah. we heard that, that in earlier. the office yeah. earlier. <laughs> Sheriff. Uh, Fargo. Oh, uh, there will be blood. No, that's music technically. <laughs> that Mass, sounds like I'm coating off Johnny Greenwood. Mass murder. No Country for Old Men. Yeah. Well done. Fucking hell. I didn't realise there was no music in there. Yeah, it's wicked, isn't it? Uh, Music's your own heart pumping with tension. 21 points to Joe. Four guesses now. This this was really hard as well. I I chose this one because I thought it would fuck your average. Here we go. (laughs) Film number five. You know I'm really shit. But that's why I picked the hard one because I thought you wouldn't. So I've got no chance. No, 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 no. (laughs) Great. Well, I picked one that I thought you'd definitely seen all the films except for the last one. I don't think anyone has seen this. Great. Fantasy. Uh, The Fountain. Warrior. John Carter of Mars. Invasion. Battlefield Earth. Starship Troopers. CGI film. Mm. Avatar. The Final Fantasy film, whatever that's called. I actually know, but... Advent Children. No. No, I don't. Is it that one? No. Okay. Prince. Oh, I really feel like I know what this is and I don't know why. Prince. Fedora. What? Grow up. Ring. (laughs) Prequel. (laughs) The Hobbit? (laughs) What? Based on video game. (sighs) 
Uh, Ready Player One. Final clue, regicide. What? Regicide. What's that? Killing, Killing the king. king. Oh. Or queen, maybe, as well, yeah. Hmm. Fantasy, warrior, invasion, CGI film, prince, fedora, ring, prequel, based on video game, regicide, Final Fantasy XV, King Slave. Oh, I thought you, you were very I close to that. I have watched that. Yeah. It's shite. So Joe wins four guesses and 21 points. Fuck's sake, I said Lord of the Rings and Final Fantasy. I get fuck all for that. You're both a there's, bunch there's like, of there's like four Final Fantasy cock bags. That's what I, say I did do this face at you, though. When you come up, <laughs> when you said both. That face, Great. people listening at home, is... Uh, Go on. <laughs> uh, do you know what the link is? Kingsglaive? The other one. King Slave, No Country for All Men, The Full Monty, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Django Unchained. That is a it's wide... Very, what, I did this with Cardi earlier. Um, what I'll do is like, if you, there's a thing with the with these five actors that links them. Sean Bean, Javier Bardem, Robert Carlyle, Christopher Lee, Christoph Waltz. There's a link between all those five actors. Is it Bond? Yes. They were all Bond villains. Al, I'm giving oh, you One point very for Al. Good. Right. Well done. Bond. Excellent. Uh, thanks, Dave from South Jersey. And that was a guy from the US of A. Boom. How many, how many points did I get for that? One. Fuck's sake. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> how did I get 21? Uh, if you want to send in keyword countdowns, my DMs are open on Twitter. Um, maybe put them in a Google Doc on Drive. Make sure that that is not a private document oh, you're, and send it over You're doing to me, even yeah. less these days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's good. Oh, yeah. Do anything. Can you do an Remember, audio recording? Even yeah. for the silent gaps. one, he's getting me and Cardi to do it. <laughs> no, you wanted to do no, it. No, I do want to I do it. I've I, never I, done one. I was looking at, uh, I had to look over the video for Dale. By the time I turned around, you guys had done it. It was wicked. I've got some good ones in there. Wow. Uh, let's go then. Let's do some feedback. First piece of feedback from Aaron Lewis, Lewis Smith saying, The Chuckle Brothers. What the hell were they all about? That's it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> well, I don't know what they were about, but now to me, the only thing I think of when it comes what to, to you, Brothers, to me? very good. Nice is uh, them doing that amazing Hitman advertising. Yes. Bang it. That? That's, That's so good. I watched that again recently. That yeah. is top class comedy. Yeah, that's it just is funny. Really good. Like speaking of like aging comedians. Yes. I did think it's sad that one of the last things that Keith Jaglin did was fucking a Tekken promo. Oh, was oh, it? No. Who was he? He was fighting oh, the dude with the mallet. Uh, Timmy, Timmy Mallet. Timmy Mallet, yeah. You can see you, the, you can see the cogs in a PR person's head working after the Chuckle Brothers video went yeah, viral. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And they're yeah. just like, what can we do? What else do people like? And also, like, uh, my wife didn't realise that he did that naked uh, game show. Yeah, I didn't know what that was. Probably said the other day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even know what this was. Yeah. Oh, what is that? That naked attraction? A naked, naked no, naked jungle. in the jungle. They chuck mm-hmm. you in the jungle and you've got to survive in the jungle naked. Oh, I it's not. It that. It's a. It's not. Was it not like that? It's a game show. Oh, okay. But because uh, I looked it up, so uh, that's what I thought it was. to celebrate however many years of naturism, Channel Four right. did or maybe no, actually I think it's probably Channel Five. Anyway, one of mm. those channels did a one-off special of this kids' programme, right. but it was all with uh, naturists. So you had old Cheggers there with his little little, Chig, little Keith hanging out. Oh, Christ. Poor old Cheggs. He's got the saddest last tweet. It's really You showed sad. me that the other day. It was horrible. Yeah. It made go, me genuinely sad. Go check out Keith Chegg, Chegg, Cheggwin's last ever tweet. Merry it's Christmas, not, everyone. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, uh, one other thing yeah. on the subject of really Cheggers. horrible... Well, last similar tweets. thing. I think we were watching uh, a program that was showing old clips of the word. Okay. 
And there was an old uh, Coronation Street actress on there. Yeah. And by old, I mean she was probably in her 70s. You have to, might have to explain to people what the word is. Oh, it's just, uh, I don't even know. It was just a horrible like a mad magazine, magazine it's like show. A, like yeah, it was like yeah. a proto-magazine but show. But like yeah. where, I guess it was where, like, the early days of, like, they people do anything to become famous. Yeah. yeah. Like licking a fat man's sweaty armpit and all this kind of shit. Anyway, they had this old famous Coronation Street uh, actress on there. Yeah. But they also had um, strippers. And this stripper was dancing in front of her and she didn't know what to do. So she started sucking his cock. <laughs> what? I'm no word of a lie. They showed the clip on the word and we were like, oh my God. Now I don't watch Coronation Street so I can't tell you the name of the actress. But I recognised her and there she is on broadcast TV what? with a tallywhackle oh. in his in her mouth. <laughs> That's what? yeah. And to this day, like as soon as I mention it, my wife's like, "No, don't tell that story. I oh can't believe God. there's an old woman that did that." That's so oh, on. that's buzzing. I really like. There's a, a amazing Limmy sketch, which I was going like, to mention the same yeah, one. It's all from the perspective of um, that Limmy is dressed up as um, like a sort of middle aged woman and. Basically, like you can see the sort of lights reflecting, and she's in a, like a club where there's obviously like a Chippendale or something like that. Yeah. And she's like egging this woman who's on stage on, and she keeps shouting, shouting, shouting at her. And then like there's like it basically turns, and he just goes, "See him?" They're like, "Yeah, put it in your mouth, put it in your mouth." And then and he's like yeah, shouting. Yeah, yeah. He does this amazing like. He's clearly like getting yeah. angry, and you don't know why. Or yeah. she's getting angry, and she does this amazing like when she does it, like this face of triumph, like, yeah. like goes off. And she just goes, "That's was he? He's like, that's your grandson. <laughs> yeah. That's your grandson. That is, ah, he is." He's like, "Call me a bitch, will you?" <laughs> it's fucking buzzing. Such a good um, sketch. But yeah, if you don't know what the Chuckle Brothers are, yeah, I was gonna say we need TV to TV that. presenters. Oh, I guess like they were around when we were all growing up. So I guess now it's sort of in a time gone by and they just got a lot of nostalgia attached to them. So they just do viral videos now. But nothing positive around them, apart from like you say, that Hitman thing. They're like... Yeah, I don't know what they do. What no. they? Well, they've got, oh, Chuckle Vision was the name of the yeah, TV, the TV show, show, wasn't show. it? Yeah. Got very, uh, Paul Chuckle's got very good social media presence. Mm. Really? Shows a lot of what he's cooking. Yeah. Right. A lot of selfies. Yeah. It's fun. Do you think it's the stage name? Uh, the chuckles, chuckles. Yes. yeah. You know, there's loads of chuckles. Oh, really? the, the boss in the Chuckle Brothers is their actual brother. Shut yeah. up. They're two of the Chuckle Brothers, but I think there's five there's more. brothers. You'd be furious with you, the other ones. Exactly. Paul and Barry, you're absolutely yeah. raking it in. The rest of the brothers forced to take a back seat. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think who I'd compare them to in America, but it, I think our TV scene is way weirder and more pathetic absolutely, than America's. Yeah. Definitely. Um, we've got an email from Daniel Cunningham who says, I just watched The Disaster Artist and thought that in general it was a pretty good film, but it could have been a lot more entertaining if I was a cult follower of the original film, which I kind of probably understand. Yeah. Um, my question for you is, do you have anything that everybody says is crap or maybe you know is crap, but that you love anyways? Dynasty Warriors, Rush yeah. Hour, everything I talk about <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> uh, Blair Witch 2. I, like, I, think that's, I think that's good uh, and everyone hates it what um, does everyone hate? nobody hates Shattered Glass really but I think I don't think people think <laughs> God, that it's good uh, way more I than think I thought you would um, uh, uh, I don't see also The Room is a weird one because people love The Room for being crap yeah, yeah. like it's not quite the same thing um, I actually, I thought that I was really looking forward to the disaster I thought it was good I don't, I don't know why people are losing their minds no I don't see why it's like it's just a people very people have gone Bonkers yeah. for it. To me, it's like a very good Netflix movie. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay. something I did not need to see in the cinema at all. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's a great... Like, I had a really good time watching yeah. it, but I didn't need to go and see it on a big screen. No. Because yeah. it's it, got the air of a document, like documentary yeah. reconstruction in a it's, lot of ways. It's pretty run-of-the-mill in terms of just, like, they've found an odd through line for it, like mm. an odd emotional through line to it. And like the music is shite. Like I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes I was like, is this meant to be shit? Yeah. Is this like an art thing where it's just like the actual film of the worst film in the world is actually a little bit shit. Right. Um, it's I also, think it is though. It's also a big love in. Like, yeah. like very famous people turning up for absolutely no reason playing yeah. bit parts. Like Hannibal Buress is just a camera salesman <laughs> yeah. and he says nothing funny for two scenes and then he's gone and I was like that's to me one of the funniest comedians yeah. working right now yeah, yeah. it makes no sense it um, feels a bit like you no know, this is the end where it was just an excuse to have all their mates yeah, in yeah, a yeah. film yeah. it feels like that but in yeah. a more serious thing it's really weird yeah it's strange I did um, like it though. Well, do you like anything shite everything I like is really good yeah, yeah. yeah. seems about right yeah. you did watch a lot of Arrow and that yeah, but the first two seasons crap. of Arrow were good. And no, then I watched shit and then I stopped. Yeah, okay. I agree with that. That's pretty good. I really like the song I Want to Have Your Babies by Natasha Bedingfield, which yeah. was widely <laughs> disliked when it first came out. Oh my God. I think it's yeah. got a proper good beat. Dude. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I was, yeah, I was going to say that that Sexual by Naked, but I think no, people, people, think, love people that. think that's a banger. Yeah. And I is. It's the, my most listened to song this year. That's amazing because that was late as well. Yeah, according to Spotify, it came out in October last year. So yeah, um, I think Minions is really good. The film. Do you? Yeah, I've heard that. Before. Having watched it, yeah, a lot with my kids. Yeah, it's genuinely very funny. Okay, I think yeah. the problem with the Minions is how they've been used as a marketing tool, sure. not what they actually are. I because they're not that unfunny. Yeah, it's or, weird. As we've yeah. talked about before, how meme culture has stolen them. Respect, well, respect our servicemen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah there you go uh, last bit of feedback Joe I'll give you that last bit of feedback it's titled simply Prestige <laughs> hey guys and girl love the show and all that but let's get serious the Prestige is one of my favourite films but cool. the one th oh yeah we're going to spoil the Prestige now and it's not me doing it this time <laughs> so no complaints the Prestige is one of my favourite films but the one thing you've seen it haven't you yes good but the one thing I never understand at the end is how does Clone 2 know not to do the appearance part of the prestige. Alfred sneaks under the stage and no one knows he's there until he tries to save clone one. Yeah. But once he's up, once he's under the stage, the cloning part of the disappearing man has already been done. Hmm. So in theory, clone two should be up in the rafters getting the applause while Alfred is trying to save clone one. I apologize if this makes no sense in written form. No, I... I Will from Burnley. I worked this out, basically. Now, um... What you forget is all of that that you're seeing, all the hundred show run and everything, mm. is all a setup to frame Borden. Yeah. Like, that's what that is. And as you said yesterday, the clones have the exact same information. Yeah. It's um, not, clones aren't born yeah. not knowing where they've just been. That's right. The yeah, only yeah. bit of information we're given is that you don't know whether you're going to be the clone or the one that drops through the floor. Yeah. So he knows he this knows entire that this thing is, is a the setup. final yeah. show and that he's going to leave. Yeah. Simple as that. That's it. Yeah. So, and he says, there's a line in it um, earlier on where he says something that Borden can't ignore. He's like, we're going to do a hundred shows only. Um, he won't be able to stay away. Mm. So basically the entire thing is a setup to frame Borden yeah. at some point. And it's only that he realizes 
he's obviously keeping an eye out for the people coming on stage, sees that Alfred Borden has come on stage and he knows he's going to go un- underneath the, the uh, thing and have a look. And in that moment, he decides, he decides this is where oh, I do it. This is where I frame him, yeah. Yeah, because the 100 shows thing is not to get to the 100th show. No. It's just to give an end point so that yes. Alfred has to go has at to some go point during times. that yeah, run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, what it is. Yeah. Sorted. Don't worry, Warren. Done. It's still Boom. an amazing film. We did it for you. Um, if you have any more questions about The Prestige or you just want to tell us things about it that we haven't noticed, uh, let us know. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. And remember to send in your Star Wars feedback as well because it'll be in the Star Wars Your Force feedback. feedback. Nice. 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 On, just, I honestly think we might be the best The best Prestige ever. podcast in the world. <laughs> <laughs> like... I'm just putting it out there. I don't think anyone's talked as much as we have about the prestige yeah. or knows as much as we do about its intricacies. I do love Daniel, but I am so disappointed that he got to speak to Christopher Nolan didn't ask some, didn't ask him something about the prestige. We derailed our circus interview yeah. to do it. Like, Come we did, on. We didn't did ask you? Andy Circus about Star Wars. No. But we asked him about the prestige. Marvel? Now Star Wars? <laughs> prestige. What was it like right. working with Bowie? Um also, I don't, I don't think Al knew that. If, <laughs> I know I didn't. Know. Also, if you do want to, do we actually uh, publish that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. If you uh, if you want um, some Andy Circus stuff, I will say that the Apes video that is brilliant mm. that Dale made has absolutely tanked. Has so, it? <laughs> oh, please, so please good. go check that some out because I love if, it. If you like um, all three of those films, it is genuinely fascinating yeah. listening to him talk about them. If you go on YouTube, go for uh, Andy Circus Caesar's Journey IGN, and that'll come up. And there's also an Andy Circus podcast special yes. where we talk about the prestige. With he him. needs to hit 100,000 views, otherwise he's fired. Oh, yes, I think that's done. fair, isn't it? Yeah. The best, um, the best thing about that video is when he talks about how horses don't like people pretending to be monkeys on their backs. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So instead of horses, they all rode step ladders yeah. oh. and then put the horses in after that's fascinating there you go that's fucking mental uh, yep yeah, there we go that's it we'll speak to you next week right, bye-bye. bye bye bye